ladies and gentlemen, welcome everybody to another exciting podcast with uh, the Boss King and Tyson the Butcher. And today we're going to be talking about hot topics in WWE. Or should we say heated topics in WWE, because we know it sure is heated when it comes to these names where I'm about to mention. Uh, first hot topic in WWE that uh, it seems to be going around is we're going to talk about Daniel Bryan. And to me, that seems to be a really hotted topic, heated topic, is because, um, you know, Daniel Bryan, from what we heard from his doctors, he's saying that he's clear to compete. And then we hear WWE keeps saying, "No, you're not going to wrestle. We're not going to put you in in the ring again. You're not going to you're not going to do that. You had too many concussions." According to what the WWE keeps saying, is that Daniel Bryan had too many concussions, and they're not willing to take that risk. Uh, what is your thoughts on this? Daniel Bryan's doctors, from what I've read and understand, have cleared him, his doctors, his personal doctors. I don't understand what the WWE doctors are seeing that um, Daniel Bryan's doctors are not seeing, you know. So I, I don't understand what the problem is. Um you know, if Daniel wants to do it, then so be. Go ahead, dude. But, you know, but I would, because of WWE, you know, cover my rear and say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm sick of your whining. I'm sick of your crying. I'm sick of your complaining. Uh, you you want to do it? Cool, bro. You can do it. Good. You need to find a waiver that you and none of your family will come after us in a lawsuit if something happens in the middle of that ring. So how bad do you really want it? You know, and that's exactly what I would do. I, I don't understand what, like I said, just said, what WWE doctors are seeing that we're not seeing. I mean, that uh, Daniel Bryan's uh, doctors ain't seeing because, you know, I don't think Daniel Bryan would say, okay, I, I can wrestle again if his personal doctors didn't say it was okay. I don't think that he's stupid enough to, um, you know, further go a career injury and possibly uh, life-shortening uh, injury if he, you know, if he wasn't, you know, okay enough to go back into the ring. Okay, uh, so do you think Daniel Bryan is actually able to compete again? Uh, do you think uh, if he is able to compete, how long, much longer do you think he could wrestle? But do you think if you if you was a a doctor in a position, would you say give Daniel the okay to wrestle? What do you think about all that? Uh, if I was Daniel Bryan's doctors, I would be like, okay, you're okay to wrestle, but I wouldn't be doing the, the, the suicidal stuff as he's been known to do, like that headbutt, like, you know, Chris Benoit used to do off the top of the ropes, and Daniel Bryan's been known to do that too. So I would say you're going to have to limit um, – what you do in the ring, and if I was a WWE, I wouldn't make it an, an every night thing with him, and I wouldn't make it an every SmackDown or every Raw with him, and I wouldn't make it an every day pay-per-view with him either. I would just, you know, um, I would either say one more time in a lifetime, he gets to wrestle and see how it goes, or I would say we're going to do this, but you're going to be on a limited schedule, you know, make him a part-timer. So uh, the, the next question I'm going to ask you uh, is, 
We heard that Daniel Bryan was offered an extension contract. That WWE is, was really trying to get Daniel Bryan to stay. Because uh, we know his contract's going to run out sometime in September is what I've been hearing. Uh, and everything we keep hearing from Daniel Bryan is as he's clear to compete. And from what we've heard, it is the doctors that WWE pretty much gave Daniel Bryan to go to physicians, uh, very best doctors, and everyone in doctors uh, are reportedly saying, Daniel Bryan, you're, you're good to go, you're ready to, co to compete again. And then we got the WWE doctors saying no, and the WWE officials saying no. Uh, why do you think WWE is so scared uh, to put Daniel back into the ring again? Um, I, I really, you know, I think that they, like you said, they're going to have to tone down a bit on his headbutts. And now that, to me, is real dangerous. You know, change up his format in the ring. Maybe shorten the matches as well. Uh, I think, you know, I think you could use him in the ring. What do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you just um, nailed, nailed the, uh, on the head. You know, the, you know, maybe put him in the uh, tag team division. Make him a tag team, uh, um, you know, put him in a tag team or something like that. That would limit his, uh, you know, time in the ring and stuff like that. He wants to go. So if his doctors say, go ahead, let's do this, and they got proof and evidence, you know, hey, you know, the guy's clear to go. He's fine. He's healthy again. He's been out for quite a while, and Daniel has. He's been out for a long time. Um, you know, I would, you know, I, I, you know, it's like you pointed out earlier when uh, we were talking about this a while back, I think last week, uh, you said something. Maybe they know something that we don't know. I have no clue. I, I really don't. I mean, you would think that if Daniel Bryan's personal doctors, you know, say, hey, you know, it's it's okay for him to go. I don't understand what the WWE doctors are seeing that his personal doctors are not seeing because, you know, I don't think personal doctors that are Daniel Bryan's or anybody's are going to risk their, you know, risk their medical uh, life and saying something that isn't true. If they feel that he's okay to get back into the ring, then he's okay to get back in the ring. WWE is trying to lock him down and say, hey, you know, we're going to give you this much of a contract, maybe five, six, maybe ten years. You stay with us. Because they don't, they're, they're, they're in fear. They don't want him to go to New Japan or Ring of Honor or anything like that because, uh, you know, they know that he is still a very popular wrestler. I mean, to, you know, here's the proof, okay, that, that fans love him no matter what. I, I particularly don't care for him. You know, he's not my, you know, favorite wrestler. But I do respect him, but listen to this one. When he comes out to the ring, he's a heel right now. People are still saying, yes, yes, yes. They still love him, even though that he's a bad guy. They're booing Shane. Shane's the bad guy. I mean, Shane's the good guy. But they're cheering Daniel Bryan. That just tells me it doesn't matter what the WWE do with Daniel Bryan. You know, the fans are going to cheer him no matter what. So, therefore, if Daniel does leave, if they can't come some sort of agreement, and Daniel does leave, that's going to bring attention to whoever he chooses to sign with. Whether it be Impact Wrestling, whether it be New Japan, whether it be Ring of Honor, whether it be some independent circuit, who knows. But it's going to bring some attention because... 
Daniel Bryan does have a lot of following when it comes to wrestling fans. And from what, what we've heard and from that report I've read is that that's what WWE's planning on doing. You know, make him heal, and that way he'll lose some of his popularity is what they're thinking. And, you know, whenever his contract runs and, he, you know, people won't remember him as much. That's what WWE's plans are by making him heal right now. Uh, but I personally, like you said, I don't think it's going to work. Uh, he's because he's just so old. He started the Yes Movement. Anybody who starts something that is so powerful as that movement, I mean, I don't know. There's nothing that they, WWE can really do to tone that down. I mean, because every time Daniel Bryan comes out, that's what the fans are going to chant. They're going to chant yes, yes, yes. Because that's what they uh, have heard for so many years out of Daniel Bryan. And every time he comes out, the crowd uh, absolutely erupts. And uh, it's a huge pop. And I, I just don't know. If WWE can tone down his character and do anything to where the crowd will not like him, unless Daniel Bryan dangles a baby over the guardrail or something, over a two-story building or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else could you possibly do uh, to get the fans to hate him. I mean, to me, uh, uh, what he's doing now is, I think, like you said, he's kind of pissing us off a little bit, but majority of folks still love the guy. Uh, let's talk about next. Uh, do you think WWE is saying no, 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 and all this stuff? Do you think it's a cover-up, and do you think WWE's trying to cover their tracks, and do you think that we really are possibly going to see uh, Daniel Bryan get back into the ring at WrestleMania and possibly go against Shane McMahon? Do you think WWE is just kind of covering all this up, making us believe one thing, and they're actually going to do another? What do you think? Yes, I do, and I've I, I said that for a while now. You know, the WWE, how they want to make everything a surprise, you know, because, you know, in the world of uh, social media, nothing really is a surprise anymore. We can just click on to something and find out what's going to happen with our latest, you know, show or wrestling show or whatever, you know, where it may be. You know, I, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it a big surprise. I think Daniel Bryan knows that they're going to, that the WWE is going to let him go into the ring. I think that they are going to let it happen probably very last minute. Let's say the week of WrestleMania Tuesday, the Tuesday that week of WrestleMania, Shane says, you want to do it? Let's do it in the ring. WrestleMania, me and you, it'll probably be the last match that they get to do um, on the card, I, I think he, I think WWE thinks he's trying to go, and I think they're just trying to make, bring that surprise factor. Oh, get Daniel gets to wrestle again. But I do think that when they let him wrestle again, I think that he's going to be on a limited, uh, schedule, and he's going to be a part-timer. Maybe he could do, uh, you know, maybe he can, um, be with Shane McMahon, be, you know, GM, and still wrestle on, you know, against you, something like what uh, Kurt Angle is doing now. Okay, up next, we're going to talk about on hot topics here in uh, WWE is one of the hottest heated topics ever in WWE is CM Punk. And whenever you mention his name already by WWE officials, they're like, they don't want anything to do with CM Punk. They, they, don't, they The guy is, uh, and CM Punk is about the neutral. Um, uh, it seemed like that relationship between them is not very good. 
Uh, from the uh, reports we've heard over the years, not good. CM Punk hates Trip, uh, Triple H, hates Mr. McMahon. Uh, what do you think, in your estimation, what do you think started all this feud and this hatred between CM Punk, Triple H, and Mr. McMahon? Uh, CM Punk's ego is what happened. Um, he, you know, I heard him and I don't like CM Punk, but I'll, I'll listen to what he has to say. But anyway, um, he said on, in more than one report, on more than one interview, that he was being disliked because he felt that what he wanted was creative control. And he wanted creative control over his wrestler. He wanted to determine on who he lost against, who he got over, and who he didn't. Okay, well, I- I'm sorry, CM Punk, but, you know, that's not going to work against Vince McMahon. Then he wants to sit there and he wants to tell Vince and Triple H and Shane and Stephanie when he can take off and when he'll work again. Well, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sorry, CM Punk, but, you know, uh, uh, the WWE has lost bigger wrestlers than you, like, um, let's say, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, um, the list go, uh, the list goes on and on and have survived and they will for, for years, whether we like it or not. It's going to go on forever. We're never going to see the end of the WWE. And CM Punk wanted all this power. Well, you've been watching wrestling as long as I have been watching wrestling just about. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, you will agree that when CM Punk says the things that I just said that he said, it's not going to go too well with Stephanie, Shane, Triple H, and especially Vince McMahon. Hmm. All right. Now, the next thing I want to ask you, uh, do you think any of this is true, what, you know, CM Punk is saying about Triple H and Mr. McMahon, uh, saying that they're they're really uh, as evil as uh, he says they are, and they're scam artists and all this stuff and hypocrites and all this. Do you actually buy into all this, or do you think it's, again, CM Punk's ego? I, I think it's a little bit of everything. Um, I, I know it's ego, and you know, you know that as well as I do that uh, Vince McMahon is evil and he is a hypocrite. I mean, you know, look how the WWE product is going on right now, and is going on right now, and um, you know, he's a hypocrite. He, he dogged and dissed and bashed uh, WCW for the way it was treating the superstars. For a long, very long time now, the WCW is out and gone. You know, he's doing the exact and very same thing. He's picking favorites, and you know, <laughs> just look what he's doing for Roman Reigns and a few others, and, uh, Brock Lesnar and a few others. You know, and he is looking like a hypocrite. He's also power hungry, like CM Punk has said in um, uh, in interviews. CM Punk, and I absolutely agree with him, even though I don't care for the guy, but CM Punk has said, Vince McMahon doesn't want no one to control anything but himself. He wants to control absolutely everything, not only in wrestling, but the world. Just look what's going on. He wants to buy and own a football league. Okay, he doesn't want to step down from the WWE because and, and give it up to somebody else because he's afraid that they may do a better job to him. So, you know, I, I can't really disagree with CM Punk and saying any of that. 
Okay, so the next question I'm going to ask you, and I know what everybody is, um, you know, WWE world fantasy dreaming of uh, CM Punk to return to WWE. Uh, do you think it's ever possible that he will return to WWE? Do you think it'll be anytime soon? Do you think it might be the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania? What do you think? One night, one night only. That is it. I think it, it's going to have to be soon because CM Punk is getting up there, man. He's old. He's in the UFC. And if it's going to happen, it's going to be one night and one night only. Do I think they'll bring him back? Yeah, but it'll be for one night. Um, a lot of things that he said on TV, the pipe bombs, sort of, sort of said, a lot of the stuff that he said there was the truth. He, he said the truth. Um, if you think back for a while, uh, this man, Hulk Hogan, had a feud for a long time. This man brought Hulk Hogan back, um, the ultimate warrior. That was another guy that Vince McMahon did not get a, get along with because the Ultimate Warrior didn't like how Vince McMahon ran things. Guess what? The Ultimate Warrior came back. Here's another good example. Eric Bischoff, Eric Bischoff and, and, and Vince McMahon hated each other. Okay, still to this day do. They respect each other, but they hate each other. You know, so, you know, but you know as well as I do, and everybody out there listening knows, they brought back Eric Bischoff. At one time, um, uh, this man brought who onto the show? If you remember, it was on Raw. He brought no other on the show than Ted Turner, the very guy that tried to push the WWE out of business was Eric Bischoff. So, yes, anything's a, a big possibility when it comes to a shock factor. And uh, guess what? Look who's back. Oh, my God. Factor and it, it brings in money and ratings. I don't care who it is, Vince McMahon will put on the. It can be Satan himself, and Vince McMahon will put him in the WWE. It doesn't matter who Vince has beef with, he'll put him in the. If, if, if Chris Benoit was alive today, God rest his soul, he would put him in, 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 back into the WWE. Why? Because it's a shock factor. I think. Eventually, we'll see Chris Benoit and his family into the Hall of Fame. People want to argue that. I don't care what they do. But we will. We will also see China in the Hall of Fame, too. It's just going to take time. Okay. Well, so you mentioned that one night only that maybe CM Punk might return. Uh, we've heard from JR, and this is the plan that he had for CM Punk. There will be no strings attacks, you know, just one night only. CM Punk have a match and let it be at WrestleMania. And have that one night of fame, one night of celebration. Uh, okay. Fans get the biggest pop reaction. But the question I have for you, Tyson, is uh, if he does show up for that one night only at WrestleMania, who do you think his opponent would be and why? Triple H. <laughs> okay, so you think it's Triple H. And I, I think I was thinking the same thing. But why do you think it would be CM Punk versus Triple H? Obviously, it's because of that, uh, a lot of conflict that they had. But what do you think of that match? Uh, do you think it's a possibility? And what kind of a match do you think we could possibly see? I think it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be a wrestling match. I think it's going to be a knockdown, drag out, beat the hell out of each other match. The Triple H doesn't like CM Punk. CM Punk does not like Triple H. And this is all, uh, you know, they're trying to blind, they're trying to, Blind so upside us, and you know how the WWE is. They'll, you know, tell us one thing, do another. You know that. 
And, you know, fans out there listening knows that. Everybody knows that. And, uh, you know, I think it'll be a one-time deal. I think it'll be in Chicago, which they go anytime that CM Punk, anytime the WWE goes to Chicago, you hear what? And out of the crowd, CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk, over and over and over again. And eventually they're going to have to bring the guy back, even if it's for one night to shut everybody up. And that's what Vince McMahon's going to eventually do. Oh, I'm going to contact this guy. I hate him. But I'm going to bring him back for one night. And, you know, and maybe, maybe Vince McMahon, what? You know, Vince McMahon can't go in the ring anymore. He's, he's too old. So, you know, it's going to be, I don't think it's going to be Shane. I know it's going to be Triple H. I know it's going to be Triple H. You heard the phone call like I heard the phone call. You heard the, uh, the, the recorded messages, like I heard the, the recorded messages. So I think that those two are going to go into the room. And I'd be a bit surprised if it's uh, just a wrestling match. I think it's going to be a slobber knocker, as JR would say. Maybe a no-holds-bar is what I was thinking between them two, or maybe lower the cage and make it a hell in a cell. Uh, we'll see. I, you know, I, it's what I've heard from a lot of people. There's a lot of people... They're saying that CM Punk is going to return sometime this year. And uh, I'm predicting it may happen at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam or uh, even at uh, Survivor Series. But let's talk about another, uh, a heated topic in, in uh, WWE. And another heated topic that we got is Batista. Uh, he's been in the talks of uh, maybe coming back to WWE full-time and even doing house shows. What is your thoughts on this? Do you think it's a good ideal, bad ideal, and do you think it'll happen? Well, I think uh, Batista, from what I've read and, and seen him talk about in interviews, he's being more than um, he's being more than fair when he talks about coming back and you know giving it one more shine. They're saying six months. I don't know about you, but I, yeah, six months to me. Um, isn't a long time. Now, if he said a year or two, okay, well, that, that's long-term. Six months is not long-term. But anyhow, um, he wants to end his career on a note of his best friend in real life, as in wrestling, Triple H, Hunter Hearst, Hearst Helmsley, you know, is the one that, you know, beats him and, you know, sends him on and, and retires him. And that's what Batista is asking for. I, I don't know about you, I really don't think that's too much to ask for. Batista wants closure. He wants to go out the right way. He don't want to go out as being looked at as some whiny guy who ran away and went to Hollywood. He wants to be looked at, as, you know, as a wrestling fan, as a man. He came back and, you know, he he tried to make things better, and he ended it right by losing to Triple H in the middle of the ring. And I, I think that's the right way to go. I think Batista's right. Okay, the next thing I want to ask you, do you think Hollywood uh, destroyed Batista and made him not as the, the animal that we've all known and loved, kind of changed his character a little bit? What do you think? Yeah, I'm hoping this don't send anybody in if it does, I don't care. Hollywood has made Batista out to be a complete bitch. He's a bitch. You know, when he came back the last time, I don't know if it was an act or if it was a real thing, but he came back, he whined and cried and wanted this and wanted that. And you know as well as I do, you go into the WWE demand things, it's not going to get you too far. So, you know, 
Um, yeah, he turned out to be a little crybaby. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I think he, he changed into a, a character that I did not know and love. I mean, I uh, liked whenever they had a great feud between Batista and Undertaker, and they tore the house down. Uh, to me, they had one of the best uh, sh- robberies of all time. But then whenever, you know, he started wearing skinny jeans and everything and uh, started wearing uh, all these different uh, things that are modern. They say it's in style, on him, but it just totally does not work with a guy that's uh, supposed to be playing a character as the animal. Uh, and uh, to me, I just don't think it's ever going to work or ever get over with the crowd. Uh, let's talk about, do you think uh, we'll see Batista at the War Rumble? If not, when do you think we'll see him in WWE? Um, I think we'll see him in a Royal Rumble. If not, then, you know, a, a, a little bit after that. I, I have not, I've already signed, and it's a six-month deal. And then I heard that they're in talks. I, I heard that they've talked to the, I heard all kinds of things. I would like, I think the house would go nuts if Batista showed back up. And what would really be cool if Batista ended the, in the, the Royal Rumble, Thought, and the person they eliminated him would be none other would be Triple H and then the, right there that would start the feud you know to me I don't know about you but to me that would look like a great you know way to start the feud let's say Batista went into the match and there's a bunch of you know wannabes and he just cleared the whole ring you know and he's standing there alone and they're waiting on the next participant the next participant that shows up Triple H. Triple H comes out to get a fight, and Triple H eliminates Batista. Batista goes in the back, gets him moaning and crying. Batista, uh, you know, Triple H gets in the ring, and he's wrestling all these guys and stuff. Things are looking good for him. Batista, out of nowhere, comes up behind Triple H and eliminates him. So, you know, they could do something like that. So you're saying if Batista comes back, you would like to see Batista face Triple H, is what you're saying? Yeah, I'd like to see Batista. Uh, that's that's Triple H. That's uh, Batista's wish to you know to end his career by Triple H. You know, Triple H. He said that Triple H brought him into wrestling and you know kind of uh, took him uh, under his arm, so to speak, and made him out to be as good as he is. And he said he always looked up to Triple H, and he said that he said he would like Triple H to be the one to end his career, which, you know, I'm okay with that. I mean, if you you want to um, have your career ended and retire, who is better to do it than the game himself, the cerebral assassin, Triple H? Okay, let's talk about one more thing. Uh, on the 25th anniversary of Money Raw, do you, see, you think we'll see the return of Evolution, one of the greatest factions in WWE? Do you think it will happen? I would love that to happen. Um, yeah, if anything, I think for the 25th anniversary of Raw, Vince McMahon is going to go out. You know, just by the names that you told me earlier when we were talking earlier on, you know, they're going to have these guys and this guy showing up and this guy showing up and she's showing up and he's showing up. And I'm like, geez, man, you know, right there from what you told me, that is easily a five-hour Raw. I don't know how the hell they're going to fit three hours and letting all them uh, older vets pop up and have their shine. 
I have no clue, but you know, they're uh that would be that that's gonna be crazy. It that's easy a five hour raw because a lot of legends are gonna be there. I mean the twenty five uh anniversary of Raw reads like a who's who and professional wrestling. You get the older guys and then you get the new generation gonna show up. And that's why I think they're doing two vineyards, two different stadiums to do it at, because uh, while one show's going to be going on, another show's going to be going on. So basically, you know, two shows are going to be going on simultaneously, and I guess we're either going to be switching back and forth or we're only going to be seeing one area. I don't know exactly how WWE's got this figured out. To me, it's very confusing whenever you decide to have two different stadiums going on, but I don't know. And I think they should, they should make it at least a four-hour show and maybe put 30 minutes on their WWE Network if nothing else, make it a three-and-a-half-hour show or something for the fans. I mean, because this is only going to happen once a year, and it only happens once a year, and uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Let's talk about the next heated topic, and then we're going to probably wrap this uh, podcast up, but we'll just talk about the next one. And one of the biggest names out there is, of course, Ronda Rousey. And we've heard that she's possibly maybe coming to WWE we heard Triple H had uh, a, looks like a sit-down talk with uh, Ronda Rousey here recently. We do not know what, what all was, was said, but we do know that they're in talks with Ronda Rousey. What do you think? Do you think we'll see Ronda Rousey in WWE? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like JR said, Ronda Rousey in the WWE is a blockbuster deal. It would sell like crazy. It's huge. It's best for business. Um, JR said in the interview that him and Triple H have talked and they said that, uh, how they would, uh, use Ronda Rousey. And, you know, the WWE has a lot of respect for UFC. And, uh, Triple H, I guess, told JR that, um, we would make Ronda Rousey kind of like the female version of Brock Lesnar to where she's basically untouchable. And, um, we run with that to see that for a while. But we're kind of seeing that right now with uh, Oscar, right? I mean, Oscar right now is pretty untouchable. But, you know, I think Ronda, I think Ronda Rousey would be something more different because she does come from the uh, USC world, and she is my favorite USC fighter. She's just absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> so do you think we'll see Ronda Rousey in the first ever all-women's Royal Rumble? What do you think? Yes. I do. You know, why wouldn't she want to... Wouldn't it be cool if Ronda Rousey went to the uh, first ever Royal Rumble and the last two women in the, in the first ever Royal Rumble is Asuka and Ronda Rousey? That would be awesome. <laughs> I think it would be absolutely amazing. Uh, so if, if we do see her at the, the Royal Rumble, how far do you think she's going to go? Do you think she's going to win the first ever all-women's Royal Rumble? And if she does... Do you think she's going to go on to WrestleMania to face whoever the women's champion is at that currently at that time? I would love to see a Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. I would love that, you know, because Ronda Rousey, if she went to the first ever World Rumble, the question would be, the question would be, if she won it, okay, she would get it because she's not signed on to Raw or SmackDown. So then there she would get the pick. You want you want to get a Raw and wrestle for a woman's title? Or do you want to get a SmackDown 
and wrestle for that woman's title. Which do you choose? And it'd be really cool because Kurt Angle and then um, uh, Daniel Bryan and Shane Mann could all be trying to coerce uh, uh, Ronda Rousey into signing onto their brand to have her wrestle for their women's title. Okay, and another thing I want to point out to you is that, you know, we heard that, you know, Ronda Rousey was supposedly working out the WWE Former Center, and now they're saying that that's a bogus report. She hasn't signed no deal with WWE. What do you think is really going on? Do you think she's secretly signed with WWE, or do you think they're still in talks with her? And how close do you think it will be before we know for sure that Ronda Rousey's coming to WWE? How much longer do you think? Very last minute. Very last second. Like... What I mean by la- very last minute, very last second is either A, they could tell us next week before the Rumble, or they could, or B, they could tell us very last minute, like, or they could make it a surprise and let's let Ronda Rousey show up and give it an oh my gosh factor. And people could say, well, that's kind of wrong. People should know because, you know, if, you know, I'm a fan and if Ronda Rousey popped up on my television screen or whatever and I wasn't expecting her, okay, the first thing I'm going to do is take up the phone and go, dude, man, Ronda Rousey's in the Royal Rumble. Why? She's in the Royal Rumble. Why? I'm going to watch this. And they tune in, you know, so, you know, that would get more to, because they'd be surprised because I know you would do the same thing because you'd be like, oh my God, Ronda's on the, in the Royal Rumble. You'd be calling your friends and you'd be, you know, doing exactly what I and all the other people be doing it. We'd be on Facebook or whatever and telling the whole planet Ronda Rousey is in the Royal Rumble and people would be doing what they got to do to see her in the Royal Rumble. So they could do it A or B. I, I suggest them to do it like the day of the Royal Rumble. Don't tell anybody to let her just pop up. Or she could be at ringside. She could be at ringside. That would bring more controversy right there. She's at ringside, but I would like to see her inside the ring. Okay, well, one thing I would like to see happen is a feud between Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon. Because they've already, you know, previously built up that story for us. It happened at WrestleMania where we've seen The Rock came from the crowd and picked Ronda Rousey out of the crowd. And pretty much uh, Stephanie McMahon's arm almost got broken in half by Ronda Rousey, (laughs) which was awesome to see. It was awesome to see. You know, Triple H and The Rock go at it again. Do you think we'll see a singles match between Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon? Or do you think we'll see a mixed tag uh, team match at WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey and The Rock versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon? What do you think you see happening first, if it, either one of them does happen? Um, I, I, if, 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 if Batista and, and Triple H, if they ain't working a program, then I see that uh, Triple H and... Stephanie will be going against uh, Ronda Rousey, but who? Because, you know, will it be Rocky? Because Rock was let go by the World Wrestling Entertainment. He doesn't, he isn't under contract no more. He's a free agent. He's, you know, they let him go because of that crap he pulled in the ring, if you remember, when he called CM Punk. So that's very interesting. Uh, one more heated topic we're going to talk about, and then we're going to wrap this up. We're going to talk about Paige. Most recent news coming in on Paige. We're hearing that her career is reportedly come to a screeching halt, uh, according to what the officials are saying. Uh, 
What do you think about this, and how is, how is Paige going to go on from this if she is, her career's over, which we still have not heard any official announcement from WWE. We're still waiting. But uh, do you think, how is Paige going to deal with this? Because we know Paige had a de depression problem, uh, suicidal tendencies, whenever her leaked, uh, you know, photos and videos got leaked online of her nudity and porn and stuff. Do you think, is Paige going to be fine? with this announcement that she can't wrestle anymore, or what do you think? I don't think, I think it's going to have a, a mental effect if she cannot wrestle anymore. Um, Paige is an incredible talent. Um, I think, she, you know, she's probably my favorite female wrestler in the WWE. Um, I was happy when she came back. I loved it when she says, um, back. I, I just loved it, and you know, seeing her in the ring again, that was just awesome. It would be heartbreaking if um, she can't wrestle again. I hope she has, still has an on-screen uh, on role, like maybe a manager or even a general manager um, position would also be cool. But whatever the case may be, I don't think that the uh, WWE is just going to let uh, someone like Paige, you know, walk out the door. I, I think they'll have her do something, even if she can't wrestle in the ring anymore. Do you see Paige possibly being a general manager of maybe Money at Raw or SmackDown in the future, or, or what do you what do you see Paige doing if she can't wrestle? If she can't wrestle anymore, I think that she'll be a manager of Absolute that group she formed, or I think she will be probably a general manager. Her and Kurt Angle going back and forth would be awesome. She could play the heel role, and, of course, Kurt Angle could play the face, and that would be pretty fun to, to see those two go back and forth at each other. Well, we're just going to have to wait and see. Well, Tyson, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, do you have any other final thoughts before you wrap this uh, up for our show here today? Well, I'd like to wish everybody a safe, safe um just be safe out there, especially if you're driving, if you're in the higher region of America. Um, it's it's bad. I mean, you know, the snow's awful. The weather's awful. I'll be praying for you all. And tune in to uh, for, for Raw. Raw is going to be interesting. The Beast, Brock Lesnar, my boy, is going to be on Raw. And we're, it's going to be really interesting to see how Brock reacts to the attack of Braun Strowman, that was what she pulled on him and Kane. And uh, let's see, it'd be really interesting to see how Braun reacts to both of them and if Kane, you know, helps out Brock Lesnar in some way or faction or whatever. You know, maybe they, you know, team up and go against Braun. The whole thing with Raw Monday is going to be really interesting with him returning. And God bless you all and have a wonderful, wonderful. 2018, not only, a few, not only a great day or night, but 2018. Happy New Year's to everybody. And thanks to everybody listening in here on our new uh, podcast station. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe to the WWE All Results page here on castbox.fm. And all you got to do is subscribe, like, and share, and then subscribe to the WWE All Results page here on castbox.fm. All right, guys, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. We'll be back next uh, weekend to bring it all to you again 
with the latest WWE news and rumors and Legacy of Legend podcast talking about the Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. That's going to be a lot of fun next week.